right, this is Stephen Gregory Smith with your Spooky Season Extra episodes. These are episodes that Matthew either probably A, wouldn't watch the movie, or B, was too busy to, and I wanted to get you lots of spooky content for your October. I'll be looking at films that uh, I recommend or I've recently seen. I know that everyone's making their spooky season lists, so I'm here to help you decide without watching the film if this is for you or maybe you want to skip it. All right, so I'm going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. For generations, people in Fairfax, Virginia have heard tales of the Bunny Man. Now, Bunny Man Brewing offers a tasty array of high quality microbrews with a rotation of unique flavors. Come by to have a sample, and maybe even catch a glimpse of the legendary hopper. But bring a friend, because you don't ever want to drink alone. Check our hours and see what's on tap at bunnymanbrewing.com. All right, we are back again. The year is 2023. Hey, y'all. Skinnamarinky-dinky-dink. Skinnamarinky-doo. We are talking about 2023's Skinnamarink today. Now... <gasps> This is a polarizing, polarizing film, uh, and we are going to break it down, um, but not in insane detail. Byron watched it with me. He watched, and he's puking now, so or trying to. <laughs> so either he was disoriented or just really disgusted. Oh, I don't, it's definitely not disgusting. It's not. This is not one for kitties. I think, I think it's the first case of throwing up when bored. You I'm know... <laughs> So, so Ryan didn't like this film. I didn't. I mean, it. I appreciate it. It made me want to watch vintage cartoons, which is something. So we follow in this story a four and a five year old Kaylee and Kevin. Kyle? Kevin. Um, in their home, uh, and quickly we kind of figure out the camera is focusing on just random things that we're kind of we're actually watching it right now it, on mute yeah it's it's so you're staring into a lot of darkness in this movie trying to figure out what's going on there's about 25 lines of dialogue in the film and most of them are whispered uh some of them have subtitles some do not this movie can frustrate you if you don't have the patience for it but if you go in kind of going okay i have like an hour and a half to just basically hour and 40 to basically uh just let myself become a child again and remember all those nights when you woke up in the middle of the night and thought you heard something and you stare out the hall and at, at the same place forever and the smallest little thing can become the biggest little thing in your mind and that's what i love about the film is because it it made me feel like a kid again in a terrible way. And I think that also depends on who you were as a kid because I don't remember being scared like that, uh -huh. really. Um, maybe I was and I just don't remember it, but I, there's nothing that I, I can remember. Like, only thing I was scared of, of were bugs. So if there were bugs in this, I'd be freaking out. Like if a cockroach ran across the screen all of a sudden. I think this film is about abuse. Yeah, you said that. I, I do. This is what I picked up. This but the is... dad's gone missing, right? Well, what does that mean? Right. Especially to a child. So this is the third time I've watched it. And this is the first time I actually turned the lights out 
and well most of them anyway and watch this gave it my total attention um, and I picked up on a lot of things so Kevin has an accident near the beginning of the film where he falls down the stairs and we hear his father's voice he apparently is taken to the hospital or something comes back the father's explaining he was sleepwalking and then when he goes back to the room with Kaylee not the father but Kevin Kaylee says something about you were sleepwalking and she doesn't seem to want to talk about mom and she's asked about mom and doesn't want to say anything doesn't respond um, and but we don't we see her later sitting on a bed yep right well yes so so there's something wrong with the dynamic in the household and doors start disappearing and windows start and disappearing windows, right yeah and that to me is a metaphor of being trapped in a situation in this home that you live in and that you can't get out and that that things don't make sense anymore because people you trust are now putting you in this prison of like strangeness and i think there's some i don't think he fell down the stairs i think maybe he was pushed, pushed or something um and then father is gone Kaylee, the daughter, goes up to the bedroom and the father is initially on the bed and says, look under the bed, which is like, why? What? And she does. And there's nothing there. And she says, I don't see anything. And he says, and then he doesn't say anything. She looks under again. There's still nothing. When she comes back up, it's the mother sitting with her back. So it's changed from the father to the mother. And she says, you know that your father and, and I love you and and Kevin right we love you very much and then she says there's someone here there's someone else here or or there's there's somebody here see this is more scary you describing it than what you actually so, see so then she goes to a closet the mother and she says go downstairs and then she goes in the closet and you hear some muffled pain and sounds of cracking, almost like bones. So then Kaylee goes downstairs, doesn't really say what happened upstairs, but asks Kevin to push a couch against the opening of the door. Um, some other things happen. The toilet disappears. Uh, they put buckets in the bathroom. I mean, that's a nightmare. Right, right. The toilet disappearing, they can you imagine? buckets in the bathroom <clears throat> in case they have to go. Then a voice calls out to Kaylee to um, to come downstairs. And she does, and she there she sees the mother, but with no eyes and no mouth. And then we hear a scream. We don't see Kaylee again. So now Kevin's on his own, assuming Kaylee has been killed. Their toys, meanwhile, have started to go to the ceiling and be stuck to the ceiling for no reason that we know of. Uh, there's a loop of vintage cartoons featuring some old-time songs that I remember from when I was a child, including I'll meet you somewhere in dreamland, somewhere in dreamland tonight, which is super creepy. Um, and the Any Umbrella song, Any Umbrellas, Any Umbrellas, Two Men Today, Toodlamalama, Toodlamalama, anyway. Um, and sometimes the cartoons get stuck in some kind of weird loop. And one of the loops is Bugs Bunny making himself disappear over and over. And so there's there's a lot of, I'm, I'm waxing a lot, Ryan's like not having it. 
But I think in the end, uh, this this figure, whoever is in this house, and I think it's really the father who turns into a monster somehow, uh, tells Kevin to stick the knife in his eye. And he presumably does. There's some blood. Um, Kevin tries to call 911 on the regular phone, but then the regular phone turns into this child toy phone. There's a point in which there's a splatter of blood that is thrown in a loop and we hear Kevin scream. So I'm assuming Kevin is killed or almost killed. And in the, the last frames of the film, as you've been searching the TV screen for anything of what's doing this, you barely see the shape of a human face that says, go to sleep, Kevin, almost like it's okay to die or whatever. And then Kevin asks twice, what's your name? Like he doesn't recognize whoever this person is. And to me, that's abuse if you can't recognize even your own father because they're doing this to you. This is all a stretch, I'm sure. I mean, I, I can see like it being more along the lines of uh, he just fell asleep and this was all a... A dream. A dream or a nightmare. You know what I mean? I would have been mad at the movie if that was true. Well, I know, but like, I, I did not get that interpretation when I watched I mean, I, I thought it was pretty straightforward. I think it has its merit for, for certain things. I think it's avant-garde. But I mean, I can watch a 15-hour a documentary about the Holocaust and be interested the whole time. Mm-hmm. This is an hour and forty minutes, and I like I watch foreign films, I watch movies that have no plot whatsoever, and, and freaking love them. This just didn't do anything for me. And I think I just was never scared. Like I like the feeling of waiting for something to happen, and then nothing really does happen. Like Oz uh, Good Perkins, uh, Anthony Perkins' son, is a director, and his films build that tension and things sometimes happen and they sometimes don't but he builds that so much I don't feel a build and I think it's because it's the angles it's to me it's like a person put a camera on the ground and they forgot that they, that they left it on right do you know what I mean and just catching the the random thing you know a million things you've seen in a documentary before I'm also a connoisseur of analog horror which is very much what this is and also liminal spaces horror a lot of that is YouTube-based. This filmmaker, Kyle, Very YouTube Kyle Ball, uh, I believe is his name. Yeah, Kyle Edward Ball or something. Yes. Uh, started with a YouTube channel where he asked people to send in descriptions of their nightmares. Then he would film them. And then he collected data from the nightmares and found what was similar mm -hmm. and put them all into this movie. And uh, this movie was made for $15,000 using one camera and one light and the light of a TV yep. and made over $2 million. So what do we know? Oh, no, absolutely. Um, and I think it's I think it's going to be, if you're, if you're not bored, great, but it's going to be boring for some. It I, might be another old dark house, as in this might be a good thing to just kind of have on and do things. Yeah, it's and very... And then yeah. look up whenever something <clears throat> seems to be happening. Maybe, maybe not when you're carving a pumpkin, you might... Stick the knife in your eye. But, you know, <laughs> it, it's... Uh, I appreciate it for some... I, I think this is going to be a film that is talked about a lot in many years to come. Um, and I think this filmmaker is going to go places beyond this because he's already got 
projects lined up because a studio looked at him and went $15,000 turned into this. People are going to want to see what you do next. So it's interesting. It's I find it full of dread, like a pressing dread, um, which I appreciate a lot. And it's also long and it's also sometimes tedious. We're looking at an outlet on a wall. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I could see like a... Oh, the, the night light fell yeah, out. 20 right. minute... 30 minute maybe even YouTube video feels like it should be a YouTube short um, but uh, it, Osgood Perkins might he's done directed three movies Gretel, Gretel and Hansel you've seen right yeah beautiful film uh, I am the pretty thing that lives in the house that uh -huh. is my favorite it's a great I, I mean, started it, that and I couldn't finish it it's a very just tension filled and then the black coat's daughter uh, which uh, was good, but not my favorite of of his of his films. Um, yeah, I hope this guy. I wish this guy all the the luck in the world, man. I mean, why didn't we think of it? Well, these are the kind of things that make me mad when I hear fifteen thousand dollars turned to two million. I'm sure he did not see, you know, all of that money, but man, that that was a big splash. This has been like one of the big splash like word of mouth on tiktok and well, whatever horror movies of this year i mean it's like texas chainsaw massacre it's mm -hmm. like uh paranormal activity night of living dead night of the living dead like it's it's blair witch blair witch exactly which this is like the last shot of blair witch the whole time except there's no one there's, in the corner no right? in the it's corner. just a corner yeah um oh. no but yeah i was able to sit through the whole thing i was never like because I was always wondering what was going to happen, what right. the story was, and all of that, and yeah, I it just didn't. And some movies just are like that for some people, you know. Just Sometimes don't hit you the it right way. like that, you know, <laughs> as they say in the song. I, I know there's there's plenty of films that we disagree on where I yeah. love something and you uh, dislike it, and I don't think I don't think I think there's room for that. I think there's room for that a lot in the world now, anyway. Well, as polarizing a film as this is, it does sway like positive, positive yeah. on like Rotten Tomatoes but sure. there's still a, a strong 40 some percent that say no yeah yeah absolutely not and the the reviews were the same way they either got it loved, loved it, it or yeah. said fucking boring yeah. like I mean I get it I, I got the whole thing it wasn't that I didn't get it it just didn't work for me and that maybe is because we were different children exactly. and maybe when we're trying to access our inner Kaylee and Kevin we either connect with them or we don't I was trying to think of a nightmare mm -hmm. and I and I don't have any <laughs> <laughs> no I think I have but very few a nightmare for you is a dirty Wendy's bathroom oh god <laughs> let's not talk not, about that it's a nightmare for everyone <laughs> um, you want to tell that story about Wendy's um, not your story but Columbia the other Pike? one yeah. yeah no that's another podcast that is I think. isn't it I will say you can google uh, Columbia Pike Wendy's uh, there was okay I'll tell it there's somebody <laughs> An employee complained that people were having sex in the Wendy's bathroom. And police, upon arrival, found just a man taking a dump, and it must have been very satisfying. Sorry, officers. I was just having a really good dump. <laughs> I've been here all day. Um, Could you imagine? Yeah. Oh, my God. Funny stuff. Well, at any rate, that is Skinnamarink. Uh, thanks for keeping up with our 31 Days of Horror here. I hope you're enjoying it and, and i would definitely not say don't watch it i think you should watch it because it, it depends on the kind of person you are because i don't want you to be pissed at me um <laughs> if you 
if you're into experimental film, if you're into staring at a screen for an hour and a half and not really knowing more on the other side of it than when you started it, then do watch this. If you're like, give me outcomes, give me, you know, all the the happenings and dialogue, it's not for you. And it will make you want to watch vintage cartoons. Definitely. Or not. I mean, it kind of puts me off them now. Like, really? It creeps oh me out. Oh my God. Yeah, you were talking the, the songs. Like, yeah, mm. no, for me, I would... I just was like, yeah, I used to watch that as a kid. We, we watched something called Christmas Cartoons Volume 4 to yes. go to sleep. Yes, yes. And in the middle of that is, I'll meet you somewhere in dreamland. And I don't know if I can watch that tonight. <laughs> because there's something about those cartoons that just creeps me out. Yeah. So... So skinny marinky dinky dink. Skinny marinky do. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to our spooky season extra episodes. Um, I'm going to give as many of these to you as I can fit in my day. As you can imagine, uh, October through December gets super busy for Connor and Smith here at the Connor and Smith headquarters with all of our shows being done every year between <laughs> October and December. But if you want to learn more about us, please visit www.connorsmithmusicals.com. Um, that's Connor with an ER. You can find us on social media. We have a YouTube page. Are you subscribed? Click on it. It is Connor and Smith. I know that there's like a country musician, Connor Smith, but Connor and Smith musicals usually finds us. You can find us on Instagram. Please sign up for our Instagram. Um, I'm on Twitter. And Connor and Smith are on Facebook, but again, look for the ER, not the OR. Um, you can become a Patreon supporter of Connor and Smith. Um, that gets you lots of behind-the-scenes special access videos uh, of our concerts, different things. You get a, a live video update. Well, it's not live, it's taped. Video update once a month. Um, uh, you get the newsletter every month. You get little, like, magnets and fun stuff like that. So check that out. Become a Patreon supporter. We really appreciate you, all of you who do. Um, that's all for now. Uh, we'll catch you on the next Spooky Season Extra episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.